Hello everyone, welcome to Riot Act, the alternative music podcast. This is episode number 78. Um, my name's Stephen Hill, I'm your host. I'm here with, as ever, Renfrey Deadman. That's vaguely exciting, I suppose. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, no, it's very exciting, I would think. You feel so far away this week. I know, well, I am. I mean, well, the only reason you're vaguely exciting is because you're always here. You're like the furniture. Whereas <laughs> we're, we're joined by um, two very special guests, and this is exciting. Mm. We've got Eric and Kadeem from Loath. Hello, Yo. boys. How are you? Hello. Hey. Oh, good, man. Very good. Thank you. Thanks Merseyside for having represent. Oh, yeah, you told man. me not to do hip hop oh, stuff. Literally, Sorry. just before we started recording, <laughs> hey. I went, keep Renfrey as far away from anything hip hop or street esque <laughs> as we possibly could. We hey, are real, though. less than a minute I mean, into the podcast and he's done the stupid shit already. He's right, though. Liverpool yeah, represent. Merseyside, man. Merseyside represent. Are you guys Liverpool fans? Uh, I don't really watch football, but like, if they're playing, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. No. Oh, good. Well, we you hate the Beatles as well. Like, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's not that I hate them. I just like I I should know more because I'm from Liverpool, but I don't know. Like, there's a few songs. Do you know them songs? And it's like, oh, who sings that? The Beatles. Oh, that's the Beatles. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Well, yeah, really? that's okay. like yeah. my knowledge. Mate, on look the over Beatles. there. I've got a, a six DVD box set of Beatles yeah. anthology. Oh, okay. I can, you can, I can deal of the Beatles. I, I do like them very much so, yeah. Have you been yeah. to the museum in Liverpool? I haven't, man. I've never been to no. Liverpool. I don't oh, know what I've started with. Go to like, Liverpool. Are Liverpool's you nice. stereotypical yeah, scousers? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, right. here's, here's a fun fact for you. Yeah. My old street that I used to live on, Ringo Starr used to actually live there. Did he? Oh, nice. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Bit of a Liverpool history for you there. Bon Scott died around the corner from where I live now Dance. in London. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Choked on his own vomit in his Ooh. car. Yeah. In his uh, car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to Grimcast. Yeah. Uh, the new new <laughs> podcast. Uh, uh, we'll, um, we'll talk to uh, you in a little bit, boys. Before I, I got to do this thing that we do every yeah, week. Spat musicism. Mm. Basically, we have the, basically all the stuff you can see here in front of you has been um, given to us by our friends at Musicism, who sort us out. Who are buds, aren't they? Yeah. I, I don't really know. How, still, don't really know benefactors. Sure. Yeah, sugar sure. Daddies. Anyway, uh, music I like sugar daddies. <laughs> sugar daddies, yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you go over to musicism.net, which is their website, you can find a plethora of courses if you want to be a better singer, better guitarist, a better producer, a um, just a better musician and personal round. It's £9.99 yep. a month. We'll hook you up, guys. Don't worry. Oh, Renfrey. Oh. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm I was about I was about to say, yeah, that, that, I, I need some of those. Like, but, um, be better I'm singer. joking. Yeah. We're reviewing the album next week. Watch Renfrey eat his words. Next <laughs> week. Um, and uh, you can get 25% off when you put the code Riot in capitals in the checkout. So go over there if you want to do that. Uh, this week, we are obviously going to be talking to the, the, the boys from Loathe extensively. We're also going to be talking about new albums from Square Pusher, Envy, Leech, and the Guru Gurus. But um, lads, in a week's time, your second album, uh, which is called I Let It In It Took Everything, is out. Yes. We're going to be reviewing it next week, but it must be pretty exciting to, um, to have that kind of, that sophomore effort coming yeah, out. Yeah, it's been a long, long time coming mm. Yeah, quite long. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, feels like, I don't know. I think it's been like 451 days in total. Well, oh, wow. it, 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 it was really? it, it was um, 451 days from the beginning of when we started like tracking everything till the day that we submitted the record. Mm. So it's been longer and we're still working on it. Um, oh, really? Uh, well, as in like the, the, you do the rounds. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. 
Um, well, I would say as well, just like preparation for the tour and just everything. Like, of course. everything else to me is still kind of like working on the album. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In the nicest possible way, I don't. I mean, this isn't meant as a as a, a cuss at all. It's meant as a positive thing. I think it sounds like it's been a while between mm. the two yes. records. Yes. Is yes. that fair to say? Yeah. No. no without giving too much away, because what we're going to be talking about next week. But in your words, like um, the progression is is clear i would yeah. say i think it's i think from the the singles that have been released already because two-way mirror has been released yeah. hasn't it right mm -hmm. i mean i think that's a key one yeah, um, and oh fuck, what else have you released so far aggressive uh, evolution yeah yes God, yes new faces in the dark there we go okay mm. so we've got a couple of tracks which are uh familiar to loathe fans of old and then there's a couple of tracks where it's like oh here are the hints of where the record goes but um that's just the tip of the iceberg i would say yeah, yeah how would you, how would you say the record differs in in your own your own minds um i think just like like you said like it's very clear with the progression and like obviously it's been a long time since we uh, released the cold sun mm. and a lot has happened in between that time the music and that we listen to is just drastically changed as yeah. well as it always will do like it just with anyone ever mm. so from the influences that we had when we were doing the cold sun and everything like that it was it, and this is as one even it's again we've we've got brand new ones and maybe old ones that we've rediscovered like like appearing on this record so yeah. there's a again it's just like a different a different version of Loathe, I guess. It feels As like, always. It feels like the palette is a lot broader, I would yeah. say. And I, I, I think it'll phrase. just carry on that way for every yeah. release, really. Yeah, that's great. That's cool. It's good to see um, a, a metal band, especially within, I mean, you know, I, I remember hearing the first record and going, it's kind of broadly tech metal, which is a style that I enjoy, probably enjoy more than you. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like that is a style which over the last few years particularly has painted itself into a corner mm -hmm. and it feels nice to hear a record like you guys coming out when you've i mean i don't know how much you feel like you'd come from that tech metal scene or how much you identify with that tech metal scene mm. but certainly there were I, I felt like there were elements of it and then listening to this now um i think it's good to hear a band not feel i mean we were talking about another band just before we started but it, it feels good to hear a metal band who aren't bogged down by sort of tropes and genre Absolutely. boundaries yeah. do you know what i mean i think that was a big thing for us with this album was like taking that step of being like obviously we know what people expect of us but like going outside that boundary and just like exploring what we yeah. want to create as opposed to what people expect us to do if that makes sense mm. and yeah. just really like just not caring what anyone else is one doing and two like expecting mm. so we we just kind of we tried to have a tunnel vision on what we wanted to do Throughout the creative process, at least, and yeah, stay on track. We spent like a month in um, was it a month in a cottage <laughs> in the middle of Wales? In like, that sounds nice. In, no, in no. Clenethy. <laughs> in Clenethy, it was like no, it was like Clenethy or something. Clenethy. I can't pronounce it. Yeah, in this cottage, um, that was from like the eighteen hundreds or something. Eighteen hundreds. It was old. <laughs> it was old. Well, to be honest, it, it was, was it was one of those it was one of those like cottages that like people were smaller like so, yeah. just yeah, the average oh, yeah, yeah. I, what, that drives me mad i'm six four it drives me <laughs> fucking mad going to those old places <laughs> yeah the, the door the door frames are like about i don't know like yeah just a bit like just a bit above just a bit above I stayed in a place in tech fest sorry to go back to tech fest uh, or to, to tech metal a few years ago um and i had to sit down in the shower because 
the door went under. I had to duck paint my head picture. under the door. Whoa. Not paint a picture. Um, you know what ducking down looks like. <laughs> I ducked down in a weird way. And um, the shower was like the bath was on a sort of step up. So not only was it a tiny little room, they raised the bath as well. I was like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Tall people should smell. That's what it felt like yeah, yeah, yeah. they were saying. That's the message there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, an early episode title contender. So that's thank good. you. Well, thank you very much. Um, I was also going to say to you guys, the, the, I remember seeing you, Was it, it must have been about, what was it, a year ago when Employed to Serve's record came out. Yes. Uh, oh, you yeah. guys were opening bands on that bill. In right. The, in the, the garage. garage. The garage. The garage. Yes. 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 I think that was, yes. About, was it July? think so yeah no i thought it was march yeah no it was most certainly march yeah yeah, 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 yeah it, it was, was march. March. um <laughs> it doesn't matter does it no, it doesn't really matter <laughs> it doesn't you uh you played a new song that night and i remember hearing that new song just quickly what was that oh, song because it's driving me crazy god right yeah yeah Sorry, carry on um you played a new song and i remember sort of standing there and I'd, I'd seen you guys before and been like oh no they're really good and then that song came on and I think I said it on the podcast I was like fucking mm-hmm. that was just so clearly better than yeah. everything else yes. oh, wow. it was you a so it was a massive massive step up are you aware like obviously I don't you don't if you don't want to sound arrogant don't have to sound arrogant but do you feel like you're aware when you heard the record back and when you have songs like that is it something you that you're aware of where you're like this, oh, this is, is the one. clearly better. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely yeah. in the moment. But I feel like kind of going back to what we were saying earlier about like how long it had been since we'd released an album. Like once you're sitting on music for so long, like you go through so many yeah. different emotions where mm. it's like, this is amazing. Yeah. Next week it's like, oh my God, this is good enough. And then yeah. the next week it's like, no, this is great. And but it's just like the, a cycle that just keeps going. The initial thing is like, if if we're feeling it and like if th- there's a very specific feeling that we get, I think when, mm. when like we know like, yeah, this is going to be a good one. Yeah. And um. I think we got that for every single song on this mm. record, which we've not had on the on the record before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was it was great. Yeah. We we um, yeah we just we've always maintained. I think this is fair to say. I know I've said it to you, Eric, but like we've always said that like the cold sun had an awful lot of um, uh, it was very promising. Mm. I think, and um, uh, after hearing that song at the garage, I remember having a conversation with you steve where we were like maybe they'll hit it with the mm. next one and mm. you know find out next week but it's fairly obvious that they have i was gonna say as well like i think the thing here when here in the cold sun because there was a there was a bit of hype behind you guys like sort of around that time mm. um how do you feel about kind of industry media hype? Because it felt like the end of what, what are we talking like? Maybe 2017, maybe the start of 2008, probably the start of 2018. It felt like suddenly everyone in the scene was like, that's the band. That's the band. They've got TV screens on stage. Yeah. (laughs) And that's quite a hard thing to, to, you know, when you're a young band, when you just got your first album coming out and when you're, I mean, I, you know, you, well, you probably now are like, well, yeah, obviously we can do better because we, we've done better. Mm. But I mean, how do you, how did you, how did you feel about that at the time? Um, I think it was just like, okay, people are listening and people are taking notice now. 
that's good. Let's just carry on. But yeah. it was kind of like convincing ourselves like, oh yeah, we don't need to change anything just because people are watching. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. the, the people are watching because of what we were doing without them watching. Yeah. And um, just kind of maintaining that idea and not letting ourselves like get too caught up in it and yeah. too caught up in the idea that, yeah, people are watching so we need to please them. Because the first thing that should come is please ourselves. Yeah, like a big thing we try to like consciously do is just like stick to the idea of what we Mm. thought of as loathe and not like once obviously as you said like the hype yeah. started to become a thing like not letting kind of outside the influences like encourage us to go any other direction other than like what we want yeah. to do because especially like you said it's the first record like there's so much like there's, there's so many avenues that people can take to be like oh they're gonna end up being like this or they could go this way mm. and it's just i guess it was just like yeah we have the control and we're gonna be the people to eventually steer it in whatever way we want to do it so just kind of get to get a grip on it. It does weird things to people, I think, um, having that sort of attention sometimes. Because I think well, you see, you well, you see bands or, I mean, even, I mean, no one's sort of saying anything about football, fine. But <laughs> like footballers, like young footballers you get, or whatever, you know, I think mm. it can, you start, you start second guessing yourself. And it's particularly if it's something where you go, that's pretty good, you know, like, that's, yeah. they're good we need to do more uh, of that. people going this is the best like i felt like people were going this band are incredible it's the best they can be whereas i was like no they can definitely yeah. definitely be yeah. better than that's than what this. we were like and as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and i think sometimes bands do go well everyone's saying that we can't be better than this and how great we are so, mm. so let's just carry on just shit something out the same mm. and i think it's great very 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 encouraging that you guys clearly did not do that and i think yeah. that's a very uh, this is no i don't mean nothing against the cold sun but that's a very good thing i think i think as well we knew that it was like if we wanted to stand out and make a difference within what we're doing then we needed to make a decision like that and not to yeah. like you said just shit out the same thing mm -hmm. and yeah, yeah yeah again because we never wanted to we it's never ever an intention for us to just shit out the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah. so just don't, don't listen to people like us, basically. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, good. We encourage I'm just bands to be my different. Own grave, haven't I? We encourage um, bands to be different. Yeah, fine. Um, anyway, a few things have happened um, uh, this week. We should probably give a shout out um, to and a sort of RIP to two amazing drummers from the metal world, um, Sean Reinhardt. Uh, Renart, sorry, uh, of formerly of Cynic, who played on the Death album Human, um, died of a heart failure this week. Obviously, massively influential technical player who kind of helped define that tech death thing. Um, Human, massively, massively important record to that scene um, and massively important record to the genre and arguably went to push that even further with Cynic's debut album Focus in 1993. Um, yeah, so uh, guys, are you a fan of any of... Uh, his work at all or Renfrey I mean obviously feel free to chip in as well um, I, I, you know what I, I, I'm aware of Sean Ryan's work but I'm um, I'm not uh, big into Death or Cynic but it's clear that he was like an incredibly talented um, musician and it's going to be a big loss for that scene um, I know Cynic were very, very well respected yeah. in that scene, certainly. Like whenever you go to Tech Fest or anything like that, you see like loads and loads of Cynic t-shirts and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So, um, yeah, it's very sad. Yeah, it's definitely sad. Yeah, no, 100%. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm the same. Like I, I wasn't like not really aware so much uh, ab about him, but like it is, it is very tra tragic. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real shame. And I mean, he came out in 2014 and for someone from the sort of extreme metal worlds to do that, yeah. I mean, still at that time, that that was a, 
a really really brave thing to do and there was quite a backlash from uh, on cynic that i saw online which you know obviously those kind of homophobic attitudes are appalling mm. and oh he came uh, out as homosexual he came out yeah um, oh wow it's, it's, i mean i saw actually the the instagram post that he put up from his husband yeah um was really lovely but you know just a a, a fantastic drummer really brave dude um yeah. i saw it i mean just to kind of throw something else in actually there's if you got Amazon Prime, there's a documentary about death and about Chuck Schillander. And oh, Sean, Amazon Prime, excellent. That's mm, cool. It's really good. It's about two and a half hours long. If you're interested, if you want to kind of learn about death and the sort of, you know, um, everything Chuck did. And Sean is very, very prominent on that documentary. He's, he's, in, he's um, interviewed a lot and he comes across like a really lovely man and just somebody who, you know, is, is a great drummer as well. Um, ditto that to Reed Mullin, a Corrosion Conformity, who the day we were recording actually um, died. We don't have any details of that yet, but COC posted on their Twitter this morning. Um, 53, again, a great drummer, sort of helped COC define crossover hardcore in the early part of the 80s and also played on two massively underrated records that I love from the 90s. I think COC in the 90s, Deliverance and Wise Blood, and the grooves on that, that kind of Southern rock groove that, yeah. that they started doing, you know, Reed Mullins drumming on that was um, a massive, massive part of making that band so great. If you haven't listened to COC and you like bands like Down or um, uh, who else loads? Southern rock yeah, slug, that kind like of Southern, Southern rock sludge thing. Yeah, yeah then, yeah. then you really need to listen to that band. They are great. So RIP to him as well. Um, in better news, Tool won a Grammy. Hey. Yeah, Woo. which is up. good. You guys, Tools fans? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Tools fans. Tool tools fans. fans. <laughs> I mean, we are Tools fans, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, Tools, their second, third Grammy, is it? Oh, wow. Sounds right. Yeah, probably. Mm. That's how little potential I pay to the Grammys. But yeah, yay, well done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you guys, would, you, would that be exciting for you guys to win a Grammy? Do you think? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I love that's, that. That's like a. If we get sure. we're not winning a Grammy. Mm. I think heavy as the hand is a contender. Yeah. That'd be good. Mm. Uh, <laughs> cra- cra- <laughs> more of that on next week. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, funny about that track. I mean, you know, the Grammys are shit. Oh, they're rubbish. Uh, they're rubbish. Um, well, they they also, um, I don't know if we were going to mention this or not, not to go back to death, but they they fucked up loads of their in oh, I hated that. stuff. That, oh, really? that was so the worst. They... Mark fucking Hollis from Talk Talk, they didn't mention. Keith Flint from The Prodigy, they didn't mention. Oh, what? Fucking Scott Walker. How did they not do Scott Walker? Mm-hmm. Are you mad? I mm-hmm. watched the video and with all due respect to some of the people on there, some of them are just like music industry executive. And it's mm-hmm. like, fucking Keith Flint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about, I'm sure some, I'm sure they're very nice. They also misspelt some people's yeah. names wow. on a fucking obituary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how does that happen? Yeah, honestly. Like, just um, laziness. The internet is a thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah, no, being, it is. It people is, being rushed. It is straight um, up the internet and it's just the time we live in and it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, I'm not going to say anything about the Grammys, but it pisses me off when shit like that happens. Mm. It's just like, just pay attention, just spell something right. Especially, I think just the fact that as well, that what it is in memoriam. And how can you, how can you, messed that up like yeah, yeah yeah it, it just it, seems like a very disrespectful absolutely thing. unforgivable um <clears throat> it probably would have been almost more unforgivable than if i prevail had won that grammy that tool won um <laughs> <laughs> which would have been really awful uh yeah so um cage elephant run best rock performance as well which 
<laughs> Fine. Um, <laughs> um, okay, Renfrey, you have an Art Tangent announcement. I do. Do you want to tell the people um, who are playing Art Tangent? There are 42 new bands okay, that are being added to Art Tangent. Are you um, going to list them all? I'm going to list them Let's all. Go. It's going to be days. good fun. <laughs> um, okay, so we've got Swans. It's because he can pronounce them. Oh, great. Swans. You're yes. going to be excited about I that. I love that, yeah. Bit of dance in life. Um, maybe she will. Uh, Leprous, the Locust, Oathbreaker. You'll nice. also be excited oh, about that. Nice. The world is a beautiful place, and I'm no longer afraid to die. Nice. Mets, Agent Fresco, Tides from Nebula, Carbomb, A.A. Williams, nice. Where Your Wounds, Elephant Tree, Joe Quayle, The Samuel Jackson Five, Pet Brick, Herod, Teeth of the Sea, The Hirsch Effect, Bentney, Astrosaur. Oh my God, Tortoconanemi. <laughs> That'll do. Bolt Ruin, uh, The Hyena Kill, Mutant Thoughts, Cold Bones, Skemmer, Natalie Evans, Oradek, Heiser, The Mantis Opera, Last Hyena, Rainbow Slicer. Nice wow. name. Lack the Low, Symes, Kokomo, Thumper Monkey, Tots, By Curious, God Alone, Land Wars, Mate, Vogon, Straight Girl, Oh Guys Big Band, and Quaragai. Do make sure you tune into our YouTube channel to see Renfrey sort of doubled over and dancing <laughs> through those. Uh, lads, um, Art Tangent, have you guys ever been? Have you ever played? Um, no, you no, I would love to go though. Yeah, what do you think it about that lineup? Like yeah, sounds really yeah, good. Sounds yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to wear your wounds. I mean, I'm not going but that's cool you've played the um sister festival though 2000 trees haven't yes you? we have oh, yeah. a couple yeah, we of have. times i believe just one just just, just the ones okay. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, great festival yeah. yeah amazing festival everyone was uh, so lovely there it's, right. this, it's exactly the same vibe except more math and more nerds oh, okay more it's great um, <laughs> simulators <laughs> more calculators <laughs> calculators exactly. in the wash bit yeah. um that's really good, that lineup. Mm-hmm. Car bomb. Yeah. yeah. Fucking brilliant. I think yeah. 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 Wounds. Oathbreaker. I mean, we spoke about Oathbreaker on the albums of the decade thing that we yep. did a while back, so everyone knows how I feel about that. Maybe she will be on their means they've reformed, which will be exciting to people like Post Rock. Yeah. Hello. And um, Swans presumably headlining. Presumably? Nope. No. Nope. Wow. There are two headliners yet to be announced. Ooh. It's Love Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive announcement. You do not want to go on after Swans. <laughs> but um, no, yeah, no, that would headlines. be good. Um, that's it is very very exciting. Um, also, I should probably say I've just made a cut here where I've told yeah. everyone else who else is playing Arc Tangent, and we're all very excited about yes. it. Yeah. So there you go. Um, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Hope so, I've made that cut. Well, <laughs> fucking hell, so do I. Um, so do I. Uh, anyway, um, also uh, being announced, uh, some bands for Download Festival as yeah. well I've heard for of next that. year. Oh, big time. Let me go through who has been announced for Download as well. Bet there won't be as many on... silly names as there are on Arctangent. Yeah, yeah we we're pretty much on, I mean, on ATG anymore. Yeah, it's on great. It's, it's great. Yeah, fantastic. Really, really good. Yeah. Really good. Uh, okay, so announced for Download, Mastodon, Lacuna Coil, Sepultura, Alter Bridge, The Darkness, Funeral for a Friend. Amaranth, Bowling for Soup, Cemetery Sun, The Distillers, Employed to Serve, Fire from the Gods, Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes, Gender Rolls, Glorious Sons, Haken, Hatari, Heavy Lungs, Heavy Lungs, sorry, The Hara, The, the Hara, is that right? Higher Power, Holding Absinthe, JJ Wild, The Men Zingers, Milk Teeth, Mozanera, Motionless in White, North Lane Press Club, Polyphia, The Raven Age, Renounced, Tempt, Twin Temple, Sleep Token, Shapes, Sully, The Skints, Three Doors Down, cheers. Diet uh, is Murder, Wilhaven, Wage War, and you guys. Yeah. Loathe, um, ah. up on the old Avalanche stage. Oh, yeah. With the kids. 
Um, <laughs> the, the kids stage, the cool young kids band stage. <laughs> is that uh, what it is? You, yeah. come, you come onto stage on a slide and you just <laughs> oh, get I'm so yeah. excited. Uh, well, that's, what they, that's, that's, that's how they've sort of marketed it though, isn't it? You know, like that's, I think that's what they've done. That's sort of cool done. though, we're down with the kids, man. Yeah, well. you're down with the kids. Um, uh, you guys excited about downloads? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Last time we played there, it was like incredible. Mm. And like, I saw you guys there. Actually, I, th I think it was the second or third time I've seen you guys, and, oh, okay. and it was, was it that was, was very good. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. it was amazing then, mm. and like so much has happened since then. So mm. and it's a bigger stage this time. Yeah. Mm. So I can only Both get big home. stages. Yeah. Yeah. Avalanche the third one. Avalanche it? is the third stage. Right. Cool. Um, cool. I, I'm going to ask you this, and feel free to be as you know um, uh, a politician like as you want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're just looking at nuclear blasts they are in the corner <laughs> with a new album coming out which I'm, I think people are going to really take to Thank you. Um, looking at some of the other bands playing some of the bigger stages you should probably be on a bigger stage shouldn't you? <laughs> hey. well right okay so because <laughs> the, the raven age hey. okay so the raven age are opening the main stage I believe that me and them are on the same. We were gonna be like, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yes. But I feel like we're still a very new band. Yes. And we're in our like to even be playing download for a second time at this stage in our career is amazing. Amazing. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But like, obviously, it would be sick if you could play a bigger stage. But like, yeah, no, I'm I'm content. Well, I mean, I'm not being funny. So 2018 we played Dogtooth. Yeah. 2020 we play Avalanche. Do you see so a pattern for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 20, hey, 20, actually, you're going to wait till 2024 to get on the main stage? I don't know. Maybe not. I hope not. No, I mean, I mean yeah, hey, that's listen. Not, that's not a bad gonna, return. No, you know, okay. If it did continue, like, that's he, not bad. All I'm going to say is, right, first download, Funeral for a Friend played the main stage without having an album out. Jeez. Right? I did they? Know that. Yes. Oh. All right. Now, <laughs> Ryan, let's be good. Ryan, let's go. I should say, Ryan, um, Ryan manages uh, uh, the Loath Code. We're allowed to say that, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Ryan, right. the drummer for Funeral for a Friend is the manager. Um, of uh, it's funny, actually, because um, I used to be in a band and we used <clears> to play with Ryan's old band, Hondo McLean, <clears> who <throat> we loved. And I remember yeah. we were going to go, we were actually asking Hondo McLean to go on tour together. And Ryan went, oh, I've actually I've joined this other band. And we went, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and then about a month later. That's so good. <laughs> oh. He was playing the main stage at Download. I remember seeing him and going, oh, all right, fair enough. Yeah, yeah that's quite a, quite a good uh. idea. But Funeral for a Friend, I think, yeah, they, I'm pretty sure they didn't even have their album was about to come out before they, and they played Download. Yeah, it's now, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that, like, for me, that day with System of a Down has got Elstorm and Powerwolf and Volbeat on it. And it's a lot of bands who have been around a while. A lot of bands are quite different from System of a Down. Yeah. And I think you could, like, I'm, you know, you guys aren't a new metal band, but you, I, I think you elicit the same kind of response in people yeah, as yeah. a band like Corn do. Like far, oh, yeah, far yeah. more than somebody like <clears throat> Elstorm. I mean, Elstorm shouldn't be allowed to play, shouldn't be allowed to practice in their own rehearsal room frankly <laughs> but um, like, we say it so you guys don't have to yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know they they should go to jail for what they've done to music and 
It's so different just being around like open opinion. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's why I'm like, guys have been doing press all day. Like, yeah. Shriveling up in the corner. <laughs> but honestly, right. I, I don't it's know. Right. Your don't silence know. says everything. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> it's fine. But um, I, you know, I, I look at that, and you know, I think it's fucking great to see Frank Carter so high up. Mm. Yes. Although that's really. wicked. Yeah. Although, Deftones Frank Carter opening for Kiss. It's yeah, I'm not being funny, yeah. right? Okay, so why aren't Deftones on the Sunday? De- like, System of a Down, Corn, and then Deftones mm. in, w- in one night. Yeah. I, I'm guess I'm guessing it's, uh, you know, they're already booked somewhere else or something like that. It's almost certainly going to be logistics yeah. rather well, than no, anything else. It, it absolutely why is. The hell, why the hell wouldn't you do System, Corn, mm. Deftones? It absolutely is because we're playing th- Ireland the day of that show with, oh, yeah. with Deftones yeah. at Sunstroke. But right. I was also thinking maybe they don't want to be like... Maybe they want to stand out. You know what well, I mean? yeah, maybe. Maybe. The thing is, I, I mean, I've seen Deftones a couple of times at Download, and they always play the same slot, second from top on the main stage. Mm-hmm. They always play that set. They never ever go down well. Like it's not going to be a good Deftones show. They, I know it's not. I've seen them before Raising the Machine, and I've seen them before uh, Rams. Was it Ramstein? I think back in uh, 2016, Ooh. it wasn't Ramstein. It was might have been Iron Maiden actually. And it's just like well. They do this this slot. People at Download don't really care about them. You know, Gojira is exciting. Corn again, same slot all the time. Alter Bridge, same slot all the time. Volbeat, same slot all the time. Um, Offspring, last time they played, headline the second stage. Like, there to me, there's, there is... It's not that the bands in this lineup are bad. There's some fucking great There's bands a, on this, uh, on this uh, lineup. Actually, the, bands the, the, I love this this um, announcement. Um, it's it's very um, it's very hit and miss for me personally. Yeah. But some of the bands announced are fantastic. We and when say. and when you get down to the lower part of, you know, that run there, like Puppy Loathe, Holding Absence, Employed to Serve, Funeral for a Friend. That's great. That's fine. You know, yeah, Menzing is Pup. And then you've got like, and I wasn't that keen on Sleep Token, but I know a lot of people are really into them. You've got like, you know, obviously Bacassa into Wilhaven, mm-hmm. Sepultura headline the stage, Periphery in North Lane at the top of the fourth stage. Like, I mean, even, um, well, actually Baroness sort of stand out completely on that second stage. But even look at the second stage and it's like three doors down, Bush and Daughtry all together. Like, you leave Bush alone. I mean, look, I, you know, Renfrey, I have a soft spot for Bush and I would like to see them. But that is a dull second stage. It's fairly dull, yeah. I mean, Mastodon come along and then Killswitch Engage will be great. Killswitch Engage, that exciting as a second stage headliner? Not really. Mm. Like, I, I mean, the Pretty Reckless, The Raven Age, Hellstorm, Powerwolf, Motionless in White, Black Veil Brides. Fuck off. It begins to be like, oh, go on. I know, I, I was going to say, I don't know if it's a bad thing to say. I feel like it's not a bad thing to say, but um, I feel like with Download, like maybe they cater to like older generations with like headlamp, like Kiss, Iron Maiden. Like, you know, a lot of like all the heads are going to come mm. to watch them bands. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And I feel like it's, I don't know. I think it is turning into that. To, yeah, to yeah, support yeah. But I don't, I, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. No. But it's just, I think it's a fact. And mm. yeah. I just, you know, like as someone who, I'm going to be 40 in six weeks and I go to download, and I go to gig sometimes and I feel 40 and I go to download and I feel like a kid, mm. you know? And I don't mm. want to mm. feel like that at a metal festival. I don't want to. Mm. I go to Art Tangent and I feel like my age. Do you know so what I mean? So are you saying I go to Reading, ah, I feel old. I see what you mean. 
but I go to download and I think I'm like one of the youngest people here. And you know, you go on to the the, the third and fourth stages, and shit's exciting. Like I remember it kicking off in the in the dog tooth mm. when you guys played. Yeah, it was and I'm sure yeah, that was, and it's sure it will like you know madness. watching Black Peaks last year on the third stage and it was kicking off, mm. and it was great. And I just think that could translate like I this glass seat like this glass ceiling for younger bands. It's got to go. It's got to go. But then I feel like also like festivals like 2000 Trees and stuff like that mm. are like will be the next download, if that makes sense. So like well, in I the future, so. it will be bands in our generation that are hit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Do you yeah. Know what I mean? yeah, that's yeah. that's what Which, I've been I've I've been saying that for a long time, and mm. like I really do feel like that is the case with mm. both Trees and and Arc Tangent, and um, it, they are doing uh, very exciting things yeah. with the headliners that they are putting in in terms of putting new names in there mm. not allowed to talk about that yet but yeah, they are but, but you, you know, know and that's obviously that is much harder for download to do but i just yes. think as yes. as a festival that can book iron maiden and can book metallica and can book system of a down or you know ramstein or all these massive metal bands what a fucking great opportunity and they've done it a little bit you know they, they yeah. the last few years they had done it you know boston we saw, manor yeah. yeah we saw po yeah. power trip on the main stage last yeah. year bear tooth the marmosets played the main stage before and you know sometimes i, I go well you know it, it needs to be surrounded by the right stuff and it often isn't i mean i think the year that that marmosets played it was something like was it it wasn't Def Leppard because that was last year, but it was, you know, it was the kind of the classic rock day and Marmosets were just, it dumped in the middle of it. Yeah. Beartooth were like on at midday in amongst, you know, a bunch of kind of older metal, but like, you know, stuff like Cadillac 3 and stuff. And you just think, well, that doesn't really work. Like if they'd got, my, you know, we, we should mention My Chemical Romance selling out three <laughs> yeah. fucking nights. Uh, well, they sold, have they sold out the third one Yeah, now? pretty much. Oh, yeah. Is it? Fucking hell. Uh, yeah, I Crazy. bought I bought a ticket. Uh, yeah. Well, I bought two tickets to the the first show. Yeah, and then um, I got an email from Ryan being like, "Here's a show." <laughs> so I'm like, "Okay, I can't go." So oh, my, my girlfriend's gonna go with a friend. Oh. But what's interesting is the fact that they really they, they announced the first show, and then that sold out. Did the second one the day after? But now I think it was 15 minutes after actually. Was it? Yeah, I think it, it was on sale right, very, very yeah. right. So yeah. But the novelty of the first show, which is what a lot of people will mm. want to buy mm. the tickets for, is now gone. Yes, because they've put the third day is on the 18th, two days, two days before, before yeah, the yeah, original yeah, yeah. first show. But yeah. I have to say, I mean, whatever you think of My Chemical Romance, and I don't have massively strong feelings either way. I think they got some really good songs. I think they got some more right, you know, stuff. But fuck me to sell out a venue like that. Massive. <laughs> it's I mean, crazy. Like, shouldn't that be the sort of you know? Obviously, we said shouldn't that be the sort of thing download would go for. But yeah, yeah. obviously, last time they played, they got bottled when they were headlining. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you know, those bands are, obviously don't want to come back there. So it's a they're in a bit of a tough spot download. And I think you know, I don't really know what you know what happens when Kiss are going to be gone soon. What happens when Maiden goes and Metallica mm. haven't played it for God knows how long. Yeah. Yeah. Boys, go. you've got to step up, boys. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, it would help you step up if you were playing the main stage this year. That's my oh, point. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Well, yeah. who knows? You know. you, you, you if you're saying that by um, your fourth album, you'll be getting on the main stage. Like, yeah, if, that's if a bit of a long time. If you, like, if you Metallica, that's unjustice for all. Yeah, yeah. Like you've released Master but it's different now, and you though, still can't it? even get on the main yeah. stage. It's, like, in, it, it's entirely different the way people consume and like attach themselves to music now, and it's so for them to be on like because I. 
I did think about it. Think about it like, oh yeah, Slipknot a massive off the first album. You know what I mean? Mm. Just like instantly, some of it. Like, the arena band by the second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm and I'm here like, oh, are we gonna <laughs> sell out a hundred hundred and fifty cap room? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, I want to be massive. Game now, yeah. isn't That's it? That's what I'm and saying. It's not game. as big, is it? Like, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Do you, you know, guys agree cool with this point, right? Do you know this other uh, this artist called JME? Yeah. Yeah, he made this point. Um, he was talking about like when a movie comes out it doesn't instantly come out on netflix mm -hmm. you can't just go watch it on netflix you have to go to the cinema it's a whole experience you watch the movie whereas nowadays when an album comes out it's instantly like that streaming like, yeah alongside you know what I mean? like what was he saying you could have something like mega serious and then like next in the spotify queue will be like just some, a some meme like song. a meme yeah Do you know what mm -hmm. i mean and it's like they're both in the same category and hence it feels more disposable, I yes, suppose, yeah. as, it, as it's released. And also like it's just yeah. the fact that like he also mentioned like going to a record store, putting the effort in to go to, get on a bus, go go to the store, get the vinyl, come back, get back on the bus because you can't listen to it on the bus. You have to look at the vinyl. Mm -hmm. you have to, it's a whole experience. Yeah, yeah. And, but now it's like, oh, I'll press one button. And then if I don't like it, I'll swipe. <laughs> like yeah. that's the, that. Well, I suppose that's the other thing. Oh God, we just sound like old men now. Mm. But that is well, that. Is, <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think we've ever asked a band that, like that explicitly about kind of streaming mm. services yeah. and how because mm. I I think you know the dilution of how people like the way that people consume music and consume art now means there's a clear dilution of how much like you say how much effort and how much you know, love they put into it. I remember getting records back when I was a kid and if I didn't like it the first time I listened to it, well, tough shit. You just paid 40 yeah. 99 for it. You've yeah. got it now. You better yeah. fucking listen to yeah, it. Yeah. And you know, there's, there's stuff like, I mean, Mar we're going to talk about Marilyn Manson's Antichrist Superstar at some thing soon. The first time I heard that, I was like, this is sucks. I hate it. And now it's like one of my favorite albums ever because yeah. I had it and it was like, well, I've got to listen to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so that must be super frustrating for you guys. But at the same time, it's it's got its pros as well. Like yeah, of course, people all over the world can listen to our music mm. and like whenever, yeah, whenever, yeah. and that's like obviously a massive plus side. Like double edged sword, then. Yeah, it is yeah. a double edged sword. Like I don't think we be where we were if it wasn't for the internet. But at the same time, it, yeah, but it's it, yeah, got to be a same... way to utilize like both. I mean, yeah, I just feel like there should be a way to be able to kind of for the internet to be able to spread your music or spread mm. you guys but for people to actually still be able to invest mm -hmm. in music mm -hmm. in a way that they used to. Cause I just, it's not even like, you know, people don't buy the records or whatever. I just feel like there's a lot of people who have such limited, you know, um, investment in yeah just music full stop no yeah exactly you know? so it's just like a, it's, it's, it's an additive rather than like, it's just an app you download and play month before. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, Dan, <Dana>, let's get <laughs> Big sigh. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Should we talk about some new records then? Let's sure, do that, shall not? we? Oh, I went to see um, Sitting on Behemoth on Saturday at the A2. Oh, yeah. Renfrey reviewed it last week. I have to say, I agree with everything you said, Renfrey. Lovely they stuff. were fucking brilliant. Um, it was it was amazing. Cool. And uh, yeah, they're really good, aren't they? Very good. Um, <laughs> Behemoth and Behemoth were, were great as well. Yeah, like they yeah. looked like a headliner, fantastic. So um, let's do you talk. See Monster Magnet, or do you not? Oh, we also saw Monster Magnet, and they played not all of Power Trip in full, but most of Power Trip. It was fun, I and it was just it. loads of fun. I, I actually, I've not been drinking um, 
buy them a drink. You had a couple of beers? I had a couple of beers. Oh, lovely stuff. I know. Yeah. It was nice. <laughs> that felt like being as close as I get to like being the drug lord Dave Weindorf, having yeah. three beers yeah. on a Friday. <laughs> Weindorf pointed at his cock a couple of times. It was great. More than a couple of times. He can leave the bloody thing alone. Oh. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good, uh, good fun was had by Yeah, I think getting in them leather trousers at the age of like 70 or whatever <laughs> it is. <laughs> it must wow. be uncomfortable. He looked all right though. He, he looked, looked good. You know, yeah, he looked good. You know, he has, I mean, far be it from me say it but he has appeared very plump in the past mm. and uh he looked not less plump so that was good yeah he was good <laughs> uh have you guys ever listened to monster magnet that album no 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 do you like kind of old school greasy rock and roll like punk, old 60s punk and psychedelic no. like the door like no. the doors are, all right, fair enough. <laughs> Oh um, God! It's all right. Don't answer it. It's fine. The old we'll move on very monster quickly. magnet beef. We started that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tweet uh, us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all gonna go down on Twitter. <laughs> I saw that out on Twitter. It's yeah. At, at us, Dave Weindorf. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. If you can get his hands off his cock, <laughs> unbelievable. Like, yeah, need one hand to, to tweet, really. Don't yeah. you? Um, yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about some some new records. Let's start with Square Pusher. Uh, the record is called "Beat Up a Hello." It is the fifteenth studio album from Essex electronic visionary Tom Jenkinson, uh, the first to come under the Square Pusher banner since 2015's damaging furies uh in the lead up to this album tom said that the the record will go back to the acidic drum and bass of his roots and uh, he's actually dug out some of the old analog synthesizers that he used to use in the 90s which uh is an attempt to um sort of recapture the feel of those brilliantly odd old records like his debut album feed me weird things or the follow-up hard normal daddy or a little bit i think as well of music is rotted one note which is a kind of herbie hancock style liquid jazz record mm. um this is 90s as mr blobby this is not yeah it? there's also a lot of 8-bit old school nintendo um from the second album big loads there's mm. in there as well big uh, loads big loads it's cool Big, yeah. load. big loader, sorry, not big loader. Big loader. Big loader. Um, I like Square Pusher, but mm-hmm. I like it from those first few albums, mm-hmm. um, which is why fifteen was, albums is a lot. I was about to albums. say, yeah, fifteen yeah. albums is a lot of um, noise, isn't it? Not it's a lot of albums. I mean, I have I have not followed Square Pusher's career, maybe in the same way that you have. I don't know, but mm. I remember listening to Square Pusher stuff. My brother was a huge Square Pusher fan, and listening to stuff back in the day, and then listening to this one. Um, has there been all that much progression would you say between then and now well yeah there has been but mm. even, but not on this one right. because this is like this is the throw you know this is the this is this is okay. death magnetic fair enough you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean it's going back to the kind of we're going to make another thrash album yeah um, fair I, I, I kind of ah, the thing about Square Pusher is is um, like I liked it in the 90s mm. and the, the sort of early part of the millennium mm-hmm. um, I've not really listened to everything um, but I'm interested as a band who utilise electronic elements and are probably y- maybe maybe young enough to not really know much about Square Pusher. I don't really know. Do you guys know much about this guy? Nope. No. This was much. the first time I've heard of the name. All right. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I'm interested to know what you guys. Did, think. did you get a chance to listen to this one? Yeah, I listened to a bit of it. Yeah. Okay. It's um, it was eclectic. It was. Yeah. It was a bit hectic. It was definitely. Hectic. It's definitely um, hectic. Yeah. yeah. But I, I can definitely appreciate it for for the the side of like creating those noises from mm. just like analog synths and stuff mm. and um which is definitely yeah. something we're trying to like dive into a lot more mm. yeah. yeah okay okay yeah. cool did it sound contemporary well this was going to ask has See, it right, dated at all right explain to me contemporary because I, I hear that a lot and i'm just like i never really know um did it sound like 
I mean, obviously this album's about to come out, but I was going to say, does, does it sound like it should, uh, does it sound like of this era? Does it sound like um, a, a record that comes out that's coming well, out in 2020? It's, 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 it's hard to say because right now I feel like everyone is trying to like jump on the nostalgia train. Yeah, yeah I mean, true. there is something to so that. It, so yeah. it's like, yes and no, because mm-hmm. if, if, if his intention was to go back to his roots and do something that is nostalgic, then yeah. But, if not, then yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, think, like, I think that was his intention. By the I sounds think, of it, I think it definitely was. Mm. I mean, do you guys listen to much sort of modern electronic music? Or, mm. It or depends, like, really. Like there's, there's there's people like Tycho, like I can jam to, but mm. like not really, not not so much like artists. It's and. Not so much like electro artists, it's like DJs. Yeah. yeah. Like Flying Lotus and stuff. Oh, that. yeah, yeah. I mean, Flying Lotus is a pretty good sort of mm-hmm. um, uh, comparative thing to lots of Square Pushes yeah. music, I would oh, okay. say. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's not, they're not a million miles away. I didn't, I didn't, see, I didn't like make the comparison when I was listening. I didn't make the comparison between Flying Lotus, but it's that kind of like, here's a tune of like this feeling. I'm just mm. going to ride this feeling out and it's, kind of crazy and mm. there you go that's the song yeah i think fly, like I, i'm really glad you brought flying, flying lotus up because i was going to do that anyway because that was Sick. one of the oh. newer um electronic albums that one that came out like 2015 2016 which one, one you're dead what was yeah. it called you're, you're dead. dead or flamagra flamagra, flamagra. flamagra. That flamagra that came out was last, last year. year was it yeah yeah okay yeah yeah i listened to that that is like i i really really like that oh, it's phenomenal that's i mean Renfrew, you as a post rock man, you'll get this comparison, even if a lot of people don't. But oh. to me, like Flying Lotus are the sort of the aim and ra uh, to Aphex Twins neurosis. Mm. Do you know what I mean? No, aim and ra kind of did a thing, and then somebody pushed it a little bit further. I feel like um, Flying Lotus sort of are, are a bit a bit of that as well. Okay, like and this, you know, he's Square Pusher again, like massively linked with. Um, Aphex Twin and hugely inspired by Aphex Twin um, and when he does that I, re- I I like this I mean I I was a little bit unsure at first mm-hmm. of this I did think straight away I was like whoa this sounds pretty this sounds dated in a quite a crap way mm. um, but I think it's the final few tracks like, there's a song called uh, Overlove and Hit Sonu um, oh no they're the last they're the, they're the first two sorry they're a bit weak and a bit kind of novelty sounding I thought but I think it sort of slowly picks up. There's a, an album called Terminal. There's an album, sorry, a song called Terminal Slam, which has got this massive beat and it goes kind of faster and faster and faster. And it goes to sort of full drum and bass. And there's a big like electronic riff on it all the way through, which is which is really, really good. Um, there's one called Mechrev Bass, which gets that kind of mad 8-bit computer, like shit with this like Blade Runner sort of sense of foreboding mm, yeah. that... Um, that I really like. And even there's a song called Detroit People Mover, which I think if Daft Punk released that, you wouldn't be like, what? That's yeah. a sick song name as well. Yeah. Detroit People Mover. Mm. I wrote down, it sounds like it should have been on uh, the soundtrack to the BBC version of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy released in 1980s. All right, That's well, what it sounds like. One for like. the kids. I <laughs> uh, <laughs> wasn't even alive. It sounds like a BBC, old school BBC sci-fi soundtrack oh, thing. Okay. Any like old episodes of Doctor Who or anything like mm-hmm. that. 
Um, I thought it's interesting you mentioned post rock because I saw kind of like a through line with this stuff into the more sort of day glow instrumental bands along yeah. the lines of like a Debussy Shank and mm-hmm. so I watched from afar the ultimate party band as we've <laughs> discussed on this show before. Um, and you know it is a, like incredibly similar to that kind of thing. Really, it's just the instruments are more well i mean obviously it's analog synths but they're more digital sounding and it's not live instruments yeah and personally i prefer it when it's live instruments but i actually like i thought this album was fine like it was cool i technically i tend to not like too much electronic stuff so that's why this is a surprise um but um i think it's i think it's all right maybe it's because it's remind me of the the 90s and i'm of the 90s yeah um records and all that a lot of square pusher was pushed upon me as a child uh because oh. of my brother's love um for him but yeah i i just yeah this is fine i can't imagine i suppose why we've been asking you guys about this i can't imagine many people listening to it now and going whoa yeah you know like throwing mm. out there because i when i first heard square pusher back in the day i was like oh my god back in the 90s this was revolutionary yeah, yeah. it sounded so crazy mm. and it sounded you know it was square pusher and apex twin wasn't it who yes. were at the forefront of this mm. crazy just like what the hell is this mm. sort of sound in the late 90s yeah maybe the mid 90s mid 90s i mean with apex twin pretty much about to the 80s Fuck, late I 80s didn't yeah. know that. okay that's amazing. selected ambient works 89 to 93 wow okay. and that's some there's some fucking crazy yeah. shit on that mm, mm, mm. Is that an album? It's a compilation. Compilation, because I've, I've seen that as a video on YouTube, thinking like, oh yeah, this is just like one of those YouTube videos and listen to it intensely. Mm. And um, yeah, I, I thought it was an album. Well, now I know it's a compilation album, so. Yeah, yeah it's selective. Album it's very good. So. Like I, I I do like FX Twin a lot. Beats I, to study too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've, do, you, do you like... Do you think you guys, in terms of what we were saying earlier about what is on or off the menu for you guys to do, could you ever imagine yourself doing something kind of built in this manner? Because, I mean, Bring Me Their Eyes and released that uh, EP recently, uh, which was all kind of just instrumental electronic Mm. music. Um, I'm wondering if other people will kind of follow suit. Well, that's that's um, a conversation like Eric has had with all of us at one point. I can't remember when, but um, it wasn't too long ago. He was like, "Imagine if we just did an album like that, like like twenty tracks of just because yeah. it's just like sick." Yeah, it, it doesn't always need to be like like loads of drums and that with us at least. And we have songs, especially on the new record, which are like the I like to. I don't want to sound pretentious, but I like to call them movements. <laughs> <laughs> just did. Um, uh, <laughs> and, and like, yeah, it's just, it, it's the way, the reason I say movement is because it's like the, the chord will move me in a specific way. Yeah. And I, I've like, Oh, me or whoever in, in the band who's like composed the, they've had that idea. And yes, it's going, I, I'm creating with that, with that movement in mind. And, um, I've definitely wanted to just do a full release, which is essentially like an, a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And um, I w- yeah, I would I would definitely love to go into somewhere, go into something like that because it's just I find it more fun to make that music over like band music. Really? Yeah, for me personally, at least, like it's a different type of like um, what's the word? 
It's just like a new a new venture. Yeah, yeah. it's just different. It's a different like type of like. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with this. I'm like I've done this. It's when when you finish a tune with a band, or like in in like a full band setting, it's like sick. We've got another thing to add to the arsenal. Whereas if you like compose something like uh, like a a synth pad interlude or whatever like that, it's just it's a it's an entirely different feeling. Mm. And I yeah I, I wanna. I want to do that. I want to do an album like that. I definitely think there are moments. I think there have always been moments like that with Loth, though, but where you do yeah. have sort of, um, I would say, interludey bits rather than interludey tracks, probably mm. is fair to say. But there's mm-hmm. definitely a lot of uh, ethereal stuff. I'm thinking yeah. the beginning of Red Rum, for example, mm. just off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's definitely that feeling that you do already go into those areas a little bit Mm. just not for the same it's good i mean i think i would never tell a band to what they should or shouldn't do but i think you know trent Reznor can do nine inch nails and then do soundtracks and scores and he's a genius and he can do that uh ollie sykes should probably just shout a bit. Very kind to that EP. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Exactly. I think some people can and some people can't. Mm. But yeah, um, it's very cool that Lotus Eater are running. Oh yeah, I was just going to say that Lotus yeah. Eater are great, and yeah. their two-minute part of the seventy-five-minute EP is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it, I think it's really sick that they're on it. Yeah, it is. It is. It is good. Yes, that's my fault. Yeah. And we've said lovely things about Lotus Eater in the past. Yeah, like, Lotus Eater are great, and yeah, that little bit they have is um, yeah is lovely. But uh, anyway, um, Square Pusher, <laughs> be up a hello. Um, I like this. Uh, for the most part, I'd say, I don't think it's amazing, but I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I think considering it d- isn't usually in my wheelhouse, I think this is cool. And um, But I don't love it. It's, you know, it's it's fine. I probably won't go back to it, but I think it's good. 15 right. records in doing this. It's, yeah, it sounds fine to me. Lads, all right? I liked her. Yeah. From yeah. what I heard, I liked her. All right, um, cool. Yeah. Good. Uh, all right. So our next record comes from Envy. It is called The Fallen Crimson. It's the seventh album from the Japanese post hardcore stalwarts, the follow up to 2015's Atheist Comia. Uh, not sure if post hardcore really sums this record up, to be fair. Absolutely. Um, not. I've known about Envy probably since about, well, the late part of the 90s, but somehow uh, they have uh, totally escaped me actually listening to them i knew of them i knew what they were i knew about them um i kind of uh thought i I felt like i knew what sort of band they were and in some places this record um is exactly what i thought it was going to be Mm -hmm. and in some places it's not Mm -hmm. uh renfrey you a fan yes i love envy um i think they have a very kind of there aren't many bands who mix post-hardcore and post-rock together, really. And that's mm. exactly what Envy do. As uh, They started more in the hardcore realms, um, but as their career has gone on, um, they actually signed to Mogwai's label, Rock Action, Sick. in the mid-2000s, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, might have been earlier than that. But um, yeah, uh, Envy's vocalist actually appears on a Mogwai song from Mr. Beast. Um, so there's all those collaborations and stuff there was somewhere I I can't remember where I found this but Envy have toured uh, or shared the stage with bands like Mogwai Explosions in the Sky Isis Converge uh, and Death Heaven and they've released split albums with Thursday Jizu and This Machine Kills I mean that 
all of those bands. It's like they sound envy sound like all of those bands. Yeah, mm. <laughs> I got a very At different times. I got a very Alcest vibe from them. Yeah, Alcest like, is not a bad shout. Yeah, Alcest, Alcest, either one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely, and um, it's sort of one moment. They, they, they're not kind of. We talk about hybrids in a weird way with this. So sometimes we'll talk about a band who uh, will have a post rock bit and then a post metal bit or whatever or a post hardcore bit and then there's bands that actually blend the two i'd say loathe tend to blend the two a lot more um envy i don't think actually blend post hardcore and post rock all that much occasionally they do but it it means that instead you get like a couple of post hardcore songs and then a post rock song and then another post-hardcore song, and then a post-rock song. But I think yeah. it works really well, actually. Yeah. I think once you get used to, like, provide if you like both genres like I do, then you'll be in Hog's Heaven. Like, it's mm. fucking great. Um, and I'm familiar with a lot of Envy's work, and I think this is a very good album from them. Mm. Like, it's not my favourite. Um, that would probably... Oh, damn. What is the name of the one that I fucking love? I will find that out. Um, but um, I think there's some really, really good stuff on this. Like... Uh, it it and it's very 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 diverse. I mean, a a good a, a good indication of that. The end of the song called "Eternal Memories and Reincarnation" sort of lulls you into a false sense of security with this really serene pace, and it has a tranquil like xylophone mm. bit, which is absolutely lovely. And then the beginning of the next song, "Fingerprint Mark," is just steamrollers in on a barrage of screams and shouts, and it just shows you the two ends of this band summed up in like 30 40 seconds yeah um and they go between those two extremes really 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 well yeah um, i think so i think um dynamics is such a massively important thing in music like yeah. we say it all the time um is that fair to say fellas like mm-hmm. when you're writing music obviously the dynamics of that music how far you can pull two different feelings apart from each other whilst keeping it with one song is I always think that's really impressive when bands can do that. Yeah, mm. definitely. Well, mm. it, it says a lot, doesn't it? But like, it depends on the band, I'd say. Because it, it, it suits some bands, it doesn't suit yeah. others. Like, if, I don't know, say for example, like, I don't know, it's weird because I say that, but then Poppy comes about. I don't know, I don't know how you feel about Poppy or the new album. Mm. But uh, it, it's interesting. <laughs> it's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's interesting. And it's like, there's bits like that, that are like Tame Impala, and then there's bits that are like, but um <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. So yeah. There, there, yeah there are um no they didn't no i'm not saying it's not that but, good <laughs> that is so no i actually really like it because we played with uh we played with her in Did you? yeah in london we played with yeah, her at in, a venue in, called omira yeah. and um that's well, where you were playing in a few weeks isn't yes. it yeah, 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 that's where we, we seen that venue we're like yo we yeah to come yeah back oh, cool, cool cool yeah. cool okay just to clarify you're not ripping us off poppy um, <laughs> but we we have similar sections um and that's fine, but I, I think um, I think Knock Loose are a band that are very good with being just heavy, heavy, heavy. Yes, yeah, That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it works for bands like Poppy. Oh, I say bands, but like it works for nice, like Poppy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the entity and like especially for like Kadeem said, Not Loose. It works for bands like Not Loose to just stay. Mm not stay and just like do the thing you go down. Not like, Loose do uh, Not Loose just batter you don't they yeah and they they batter you in a kind of a couple of different right ways like mm. i you know we never really spoke much about a not loose record i think it's no. pretty good yeah from I what i remember right. but you know it's not i'm not really really excited by it because you get bad 
spattered about a bit and mm. you know but they're but they are good at doing that yeah i agree yeah, yeah. we're, was, we're was, about we're about to talk about a band who just spatter you and, yeah. and oh, yeah. that is okay yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, is yeah. all right yeah. sorry could you? Oh, no, i was just gonna say was it you told me that um uh the the bit at the end of uh what song is it knock loose song where it's like it sounds like a song from like the 1920s 1920s yeah what song is it man you know what song I'm talking about because we've had this conversation before. I fully do not. It's like um. Oh no, it's Dead Ringer. Dead Ringer. Yeah, at the end of Dead Ringer. Yeah, no, it's not like 1920s. It's like yeah, sounds, I know what you sounds mean. like that to me. Really? Yeah. It, like there's like a doodle doodle like guitar solo, like distorted guitar. Should we go to the pub? <laughs> <laughs> either way, you guys carry on. Either, either sounds way, old. Either, yeah, it sounds old. Yeah. Either way, it's like they they can they can clearly do what they want musically, but like it just works mm. with what they do doing what they do yeah yeah but yeah dynamics is definitely important yes <laughs> do you guys get a chance to listen to this record yeah what do you think Eric? sick i really like it there's yeah. lots of um like you said there's lots of variety within mm. a lot of the stuff i really like the vocals mm. um, yes I... they stuck out to me quite a lot mm -hmm. yeah i think as a as a, a committed fan of stuff like poison the well mm -hmm. and um particularly i thought the opening track reminded me of sort of you fell me era converge mm. yeah 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 yeah. which is never going to be a bad thing which is crazy so. but then there's also a song like uh rhythm which has this beautiful i was going to bring rhythm up when that female vocal yeah and it's so i mean beautiful is the word it's yeah. so yeah. elegant and it's so it's gorgeous you know mm. and the fact that those two songs are on the same album in fact they're only four tracks apart, I think. It's yeah. kind of crazy that it's a good works. type of jarring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, a good yeah. type of jarring. That's good. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Like, because uh, initially, I think NVR jarring. Initially, mm. you're like, how does this work? But the, the more you listen to them, the more, the more it works. I saw them live at the end of last year yeah. uh, at the Oval Space, and they were absolutely fantastic. But they yeah. were jumping between these kind of like Thursday passages to explosion in the skies passages you know and if you love both of those bands then you'll love envy i would have thought yeah yeah you know? well i mean they even i mean there's one called dawn and gaze which is mm. like kind of classic emo yeah and i was like that you could imagine loads of like hardcore and post-rock and all the sort of things that you imagine having like twenty thousand people singing back to you but that i was like that's anthemic as yeah, well yeah, yeah. like it's it's very good this record yeah um and then you get a song like there's one called Marginalized Threat, which I thought yes. sounded like Cave In from Jupiter sort of era as well. Mm -hmm. um, like real rage, but then really good command of melody underneath it as well. Um, and the, it being in Japanese, the language of being Japanese, like I don't know, I didn't really expect this, but it kind of, it lends itself really well to this type of music, I think. Yeah. It adds a certain, there's a lot of people who are really obsessed with Japanese culture and things yeah. like that. And I think just the, just the record being in Japanese, that's just going to be a a tick for yeah. for those people, you know. Um, especially in the Western world, there's lots of people who are obsessed with Japanese culture. And it just gives it a, a sort of because I have no idea what the lyrics are on this mm. album. It just gives it a sort of um, mystery. I suppose it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. That's exactly what it is. I'm yeah. well into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're it, a brilliant band. Envy. Hearing like emotive like spoken word passages in Japanese as well. Yeah. It's like mm. something that I've never heard before. Mm. And it was like really sick. Funnily really enough, worked. the um, Mogwai song that um, the vocalist, I'm, I'm not even going to attempt his name, um, uh, sings on, uh, is on 
on Mr. Beast, mm-hmm. he is just speaking, but yeah. in Japanese. Um, and it's really beautiful, like, because you don't understand the lyrics. It's, it's just a beautiful language to listen to. Yeah, anyway. yeah, exactly. That, and it, that, that exactly. in itself is like music. So. Yeah. yeah, 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 it is. And so, said with such, like, conviction as well, I think. Yeah, is, you know, is, You know, as good as and beautiful as the language is, I think without that level of... It's one of those ones, I mean, again, this is something I say every week pretty much, but... I remember the the what I always say about death that death tones around the fur review when they, when around the fur got reviewed in Kerrang, the review said, "I don't know what Chino Moreno is saying, but I know that whatever he is saying means a fucking hell of a lot to yes. him." So yes. and that's that's absolutely that's it, isn't it? right. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, I don't yeah. really as need long as to it's know. real. Yeah, you yeah. don't need to know yeah. exactly specifically what this is. Like that's always the thing when people say to me, like, "Oh, metal bands, I don't know what they're saying." It's like. It's the emotion behind yeah, it. It's like, whatever yeah, you yeah, feel exactly. from what they're saying. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just, just like yeah. get you know, don't listen with your ears. Listen with your listen with your heart. Fucking hell! Steve's new solo album. I shouldn't ever listen with your heart. Oh god! Double A side single with listen. Oh with your god! What have fist. I done? <laughs> That's gonna haunt me now, isn't it? Um, that's Brilliant. the episode title as well, so you'll Listen be happy to know. Listen with your heart. That's the worst thing. <laughs> I think it's probably the worst thing I've ever yeah, said. Yeah. So good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Get a Michael Bolton wig. To vote at me like, in sepia. Um, yeah, really good record, this Renfrey. Yeah, it's great. Uh, isn't it? And um, it's been a long time since I. Um, I've been me, you know. I haven't listened to this band before, but I always heard the name and gone, "Oh, I should listen to them." Um, I, my next, I your next port of call, in my opinion, is uh, a dead sinking story, which I looked up whilst uh, you were talking, because uh, okay. that's my that's my favourite MV record. But this is this is not far behind it at all. Okay, that's good news. Good. All right, there you go. It's called the Fallen Crimson, and it's out right now. Uh, and the next album we're going to talk about now. This is a fucking Punisher. Um, Leached. Uh, we uh, the album is called hold on uh, to dull the blades of your abuse what an absolutely insane title. what a brilliant yeah. title also the working title of um, Steve's album um, which which was changed to yeah listen uh, with your heart, with your heart <laughs> in the last minute um, so but it follows it follows up their first album which is called um, you took the sun when you left yeah. another sick they're title. great what with the old album titles yeah, yeah. so um, if you go back to episode 002 of Right Act we actually picked Leech as one of the 20 bands to watch halfway through 2018 this is the follow up we said they're one to watch, um, and I feel pretty fucking vindicated. Absolutely, yeah. In, in saying that, <laughs> um, lads, before we started chatting, uh, or before we started recording, I should say, we we, we were chatting. Um, what are your thoughts on Leech? It's, f- it's fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they're fucking sick, and they're like they're, they're quite local to us, I think. Mm. They're Manchester. Oh, really? Manchester. Yeah, yeah, Manchester. Yeah. The Kyle got um, Kyle, our friend from God Complex. He. Um, he got tattooed by the drummer recently, I think. Right, oh, okay. nice. so there's like a little link there. Is the drummer who, the guy who's covered in tattoos? Yes. Oh wow. He, he, See, oh. The promo picture's kind of deceiving, and oh yeah, I'm like, is that the vocalist? Yeah. And then I watched the video, and he's just absolutely <laughs> yeah. killing it on drums. Like, yeah, there's just a guy in the band um, who is is his entire face is just a tattoo, basically oh. more or less. And yeah. he's a tattoo artist. Uh, well, that makes sense. And there the we drummer go. of Leached. There so. we go. And the drummer yeah. leached. Yeah. But yeah, fucking sick. Yeah. It's, it's like the, I don't know, just the, it's like, kind of similar to that new wave of like hardcore and everything mm. but it's like so much more experimental with the sounds that they can get out of a six string guitar yeah and like yeah it's just so sick i think the really cool thing about leech and the cool thing like i had another listen to the first album as well 
which is fucking excellent. Like, it's brilliant. Um, I do think this album's better than the first it's one. It's definitely better. Um, and I think the reason for that is because they have these really dark industrial elements. And a mm-hmm. lot of bands are using dark industrial elements at the moment. A lot of heavy, like, really heavy shit is using that um, pr- because of because of code orange isn't it We're living um, in a post forever world yeah, yeah. That, uh, we yeah. are aren't we yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we, um, we, we are and i think um i think it's fair to say that this album has been massive and it's not just this album but everybody for sort of since that record has come out it is clearly whether they are aware of it or doing it deliberately or not i, I yeah. feel like whether they like to admit it or not yeah that that album has hugely sort of changed the shape and yeah. sound and feel of just how that music sounds now yeah yeah and some bands incorporate it extraordinarily well and uh, some bands not so much but leached um I, I almost didn't even notice those that those industrial elements were on there at first mm. it actually took me a few listens to realize what is that weird ominous rumbly sound underneath oh no it's not a guitar it's the sound of uh, babies dying or whatever the fuck it is you know i have no idea <laughs> um i mean it probably isn't that don't 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 sue us um but i mean I just when I, I when I started writing notes for this, I just wrote brutal, sadistic, nasty, savage, ferocious, merciless. <laughs> I was like, I just I mean, that's th- all correct. Yeah, it's just horrible. There's been no notion of compromise no. on this record whatsoever. I mean, that first song is called "The Hound, uh, The Hound's Jaw," and it sort of starts a bit like I mean, a, again, I hate to say it again, but a bit like "Forever." It's got a kind of distorted spoken word. Mm scary noise bit hello uh, yeah <laughs> and then it goes into this riff which is crushing yeah and i mean it mm. is crushing it is like i felt like my skull was shattering just from my headphones being on either side of my ear i just <laughs> felt like oh, i was had like my eyeball was gonna go and just explain it is absolutely don't give away the album cover of uh your heart records yeah i mean yeah it, it was it's good and it's it's ferocious in a sort of nails way mm. yeah um, i can hear a lot of that but yeah. whereas nails kind of throw a grenade and then well, I was going to say throw a grenade and run away. I can't imagine nails running away from anything. No. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's brutal and ferocious in a nails way. But it's a little more like the songs aren't in and out in a minute and a half, no. are they? No, no, they, no, no. It, There's a little more kind of um, surprises and twists and turns. And yeah, stuff I think like nails that. is just pure white hot blood. Punch you in the face. <laughs> like yeah. it's just over bludgeoning. Over again. Yeah, um, he's very open about it being that as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's yeah, yeah. Fine. like we both fucking love nails. You know? yeah. There's no problem with that. But um, I think what we said about it before, like when we talked about the last record, again, dynamics, you know, it's less dynamic than the last record we were talking about because everything on here is just heavy. But yeah. they at least have a couple of different ways of how to fucking ruin your hearing. Absolutely. I, like, I, I usually complain about records with few dynamics and um, I think there's a surprising amount of variation in what is ostensibly a very similar sonic battering Mm. you know this album's 36 minutes and it is mainly just battering you around the skull but it does it in sometimes it does it in a neurosis fashion and sometimes it does it in a converge fashion Mm. and there are massive differences between those two things if you play your mum neurosis and converge she might not agree but if you know 
this kind of music and extreme music and all that sort of thing there's a massive difference between that slow burn neurosis crush mm. and convert you know jacob bannon coming I'd out i chuck in Godflesh. Godflesh i'd actually chuck out. in there's a song called um the gray tide and the riff sounds mm. like marilyn manson mm. marilyn manson mm. again but i mean it's all grinding and mechanical sort of mechanical but it's kind of catchy i, I mean if they can the outro catchy for what what well it is but it's kind of if they can be catchy and be that sort of sadistic well yeah. fucking hell there's a there's an outro to that song where the guitar sounds like a flock of seagulls are being mutilated yeah you mean the flock of seagulls is in the band of flock of seagulls no, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah specifically the band of flock of seagulls um uh it's, it's it's ridiculous but but honestly go back to that song the end of that song and there's this weird guitar effect which is like <laughs> and it's just it's just like fucking hell i think right? they're, they're the kind of closest thing to anil nathrak yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. do you know what i mean yeah, like totally. nathrak do that thing where you're not really quite sure what's about to happen and then it happens and you go oh fuck but it's still really really heavy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i'm gonna see um, them tomorrow night as well at the black heart Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, two nights ago, as this goes up. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> uh, whereas before, they were just kind of napalm, death meets iron, monkey meets trap them. Do you know what I mean? And, yes. and that was wicked, but this feels much more... Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a level of... It's a level of extremity. Uh, again, going back to Loathe, mm. this is a level of extremity, even for you guys, a very, very heavy band. Yeah. This is a serious, serious level of extremity. Yeah, yeah. I love it, though. Yeah, I absolutely love it. Yeah, you, we're both into that sort of shit. Do you I, see yourself ever get into? Yeah, would you want to go? Do you want like because that's I've danced with the idea of like hitting up Kurt Belue to do a, a Loath record. Fucking hell, that'd be good. Like, wouldn't nice. it be sick? Like yeah. I'm just like oh, I don't know because it's like I want it's 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 hard for for me because I'm like I want to make sure that I have the right guy for that type and then the right guy for this type. You know what I mean? And I feel like I don't know. I've not heard much of Kurt's stuff that is um, singy, more singy. Mm. I prefer his like just feedback guitar stuff, mm. yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think yeah. Loathe dip a toe into this realm, and especially on the new record. There's one song in particular. I think you both know what it is. Yeah, uh, where there's like the little toe is dipped in to this sort of form of. Fortality, yeah, 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 exactly. Where, where, yeah, you just put the whole thing, might be a leg sometime soon. How would you feel about that, Kadeem? Because that's gonna be uh, quite the strain on the vocal cords, obviously. Do you ever think, like, I can you want to get that Barney Greenway from Napalm, like, full blown? Because obviously, you scream pretty hard, yeah, um, but then there's a bit of melody. Would you ever? Can you? Do you think you can up the intensity level? Would you be up for yeah, upping the intensity? Yeah, absolutely. I'm always up for like trying new things, man, and try, like pushing myself, like especially with Eric. Mm. Whenever I'm recording with Eric, he'll push me to like physically push him as well <laughs> <laughs> to uh, a lot of different extremes, and I feel like that's something we could both achieve together. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I think this is something we should talk about next week, really. But I do think you can definitely hear uh, that you have been pushed to some insane places. Mm. Isn't it cool that there's like real fucking heavy bands in Britain now? Yes. Yeah. That people like. That's cool, right? It's very yeah, fucking it's mad. And to be a part of that is even madder. Like, yeah, we yeah. we saw like especially being from Liverpool and like just seeing seeing the like the difference in scale of gigs. Mm. We went to see Sleep Token yesterday. 
so this will be like quite a while since it came out. Yeah. And I know you uh, you said you're not really fond on them. I don't. I I I quite like them. Um, I love them. But that's uh, like I mean, opinion aside on the band, it's like mm. that room was full. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, and it was so like, many familiar faces as well of like people we know and stuff from mm. the scene. But and like seeing everyone just come out the woodworks for like and no, but it was like seriously like a show, and like yeah. it it it, it, yeah. it was quite surprising. Not surprising, like oh yeah, the band, but more like just for the the fact that it's the UK for one, and the fact that it's Liverpool. Mm. It like f- people fully showed up. I also saw daughters in the same venue. Cool. Mm. Yeah. Mm. and it was like unbelievable and it was the same sort of thing and it's just like ha- it's it's crazy to think that when we started like that just was not happening in mm. liverpool really yeah. like i mean to an extent it was but like not like that like yeah, people no were jumping up that. and down like a proper show yeah and it's I, happening I, again i think it's the this is the best in terms of the actual music i said i was actually I was doing an interview i hope you don't know what i'm saying but i was doing an interview with justine from employed to serve mm-hmm. from metal hammer and Justine was like, talk, I said, oh, the scene's really great now, right? And she said, yeah. And she went, I'd be interested to, as someone who's been going to gigs from the 90s or whatever, someone older, <sighs> um, uh, if how good you think the scene is now. And I said to her, and I stand by it, I think for sort of underground, heavy British music, this is the best it's been in since I've been going to gigs. Mm. Yeah. When you think back to probably, you're a little bit younger than me, mm. but when I think back to sort of, the the most exciting time i mean it maybe hasn't quite commercially jumped in the same way as it did when lost profits and hundred reasons and funeral for a friend Mm. and uh you know all of that stuff that was the last time yeah that was that was kind of the last time but i I would argue that you know there was a bunch of bands some of them were good and some of them weren't so great you know like hellish for heroes got one good album and they oh, were kind shut of it. Well, we'll talk about on. another time. Okay, yeah. but you know, like there's a there are a bunch of those bands who got fairly big, um, and they were right. But when I went through the list now, like, you know, well, you know that who I'm talking about. Like we speak about them pretty much every week. Like proper amazing bands, and like how different are you guys to Creeper? How different a Creeper to Black Peaks? Mm. How different a Black Peaks to Renounce? How different a Renounce to Sleep Token? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's really 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 exciting i think yeah no i definitely agree absolutely and it's i mean even to be considered amongst those bands is like such a privilege and an honor because to us they're all like from from just like our perspective it's just like so amazing to see people who are so dedicated to the, their art and what they're doing actually get recognition and succeed from it yeah and um yeah it's just great to be a part of it and then to get a band like leached who you know a year and a bit ago we were talking about their album which had come out and no one i don't really think anyone even knew who they were and we were like this is a really good kind mm-hmm. of sludgy hardcore album and they've come back and they've just done something which is not just better but different yeah and it's gonna probably cement them as like a very good yeah, yeah i mean they they on the basis of this i mean well done for getting out before the new code orange album comes out i will say that <laughs> um <laughs> but um but in terms of like what America has been offering us over the last couple of years in hardcore and really kind of more heavy music, mm. th- this is as good as any of that. Yeah, stuff. yeah, uh, easily. 
yeah 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 it's it's fantastic and um when you brought them in initially i thought you know this is a great band but i didn't think they'd reach these heights this quickly because this yeah. album's come out a year 18 months 18 or months. so later and it is a big step up mm. like um already and that's really exciting yeah like produced uh by joe clayton as well from pine right okay. say. yeah hello joe sounds oh, really good yeah I was sounds say, fucking amazing fucking great yeah. as well uh all right well that's to dull the blades of your abuse by leached we've got one album left we will go through that now it is from the guru guru the album is called point fingers it's the second album from the belgian as they describe themselves, borderline rock band. Do you have any idea what that means? I think it means they're kind of a rock band, but they're not really a rock band. Which that's what I figured. <laughs> which, uh, yeah, that's what I figured. Um, um, but I, I mean, wasn't sure. I'd never heard of this band before. I assume you saw them at Arc Tangent, Rimfrey? No, I've not. I mean, I've not seen them at Arc Tangent. I, know, I, I do know them. Uh, I know them from their first album, mm -hmm. which is called Pachoo. Um, and um, I like them very much. They are an Arc Tangent type band, they undoubtedly. Uh, and I believe they have played Art Tangent, but I've never seen them at Art Tangent. In fact, okay. I don't think I've seen them live. Uh, I really, really liked Pachu. Pachu! And I think um, Guru Guru are a pretty unique proposition. Yeah, massively, yeah. Who bring in elements from loads of different bands. It's ridiculous. Um, they claim that they're influenced by the likes of Metz, Pierre Ubu, Dear Hoof, The Jesus Lizard, The Mars Volta and Andy Kaufman, all of whom I'd be like, yeah, I can see what you're talking about. Although just saying that out loud, no one's going to have a clue what that actually sounds like. Just to make it even more complicated, I would throw in Latter-day Fugazi, early Kings of Leon. But the big one for me is Your Codename is Milo, who we talked about a few weeks ago. I think they yes. sound quite a lot like Your Codename is Milo. Mm -hmm. um, well, Racket Cannon. Uh, 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 Racket Cannon, uh, of, of obviously from Belgium as well. They yeah. were weird and mad and brilliant. And then they sort of split up and we were a bit sad about that. And then they've guru guru come along and kind of done a slightly more accessible version of. Yes. That. Yeah. 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 I'd call it like indie, um, post indie, indie mass psycho yeah. noise. Mm. <laughs> Basically. Kind of garage rock post indie post punk angular noisy rock. A pain in the fucking ass to describe. And as a result, the kind of band that most outlets will just give like a hundred words because it's just easy to do it. And I've seen a couple of other reviews uh, in the big magazines and most of them are just copy and paste jobs of the um, uh, press release because clearly people have got it and just gone, oh, I don't fucking know what it is and just need to submit a review. That's a shame. Yeah. It is a shame. Yeah. Um, because it's good, isn't it? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys get a chance to listen to this? Unfortunately this is one of the ones not. that you, you didn't get a chance to listen to. Unfortunately not. That's that's cool. I mean, I'm happy to talk about it. I think it's fucking great, this. Yeah. I properly I love this, Renfrey. This is a bit of me. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised. I, I wasn't sure how you'd um really? react to it. Yeah, no, I wasn't too sure. Uh, I'm not going to say it again. Last week I said I wasn't sure how I'd react to an album because he's Mr. Hardcore and he got really offended. Mr. So, Hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I like beatdowns. I like kicking I do people. like beatdowns. Doesn't mean I just like beatdowns. <laughs> it's because you don't like any beatdowns. Doesn't mean that Boy. me liking beatdowns means I only like beatdowns. <laughs> anyway, um, but I, I tell you why I wasn't sure because there's a sort of eccentricity to this album and we have talked about in the past whack, uh, wackiness and eccentricity and uh, stuff like that. Yeah. I don't Wire, think... Wire, 
copper tin foil exactly yeah. yeah 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 exactly that's great though it is great yeah um and i wasn't sure if it would be too far over the eccentricity line for you no not for me because line. um musically it's just really really good it is cool um, yeah, it's great uh the opening song's called mache yep um massive post-punk vibes anything that's got a really kind of dirty throbbing bass i really like um mixed with that kind of new york art rock uh thing as well indie mm. angularization with a rock and roll twist i've oh, written down very nice thank you, you should very be much should be um and then charmer comes in and it's kind of like this blood brother style riff Fucking with again charmer. death for, to me this band sound a lot like um blood brothers mixed with death and above 1979 but with the odd at the driving chorus. <coughs> what a combo. Fair enough. Yeah, no, that's yeah. actually quite good. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is we, this is one of those bands where we could just sit here and just list bands all day. Yeah. And none yeah. of them would be wrong, but we still wouldn't get any closer to mm. actually identifying them. Correctly. Identifying mm. what they vaguely sound like. So really you just kind of I love that though. Them. I think that's the best thing yeah. about yeah. a band. Because they, realistically it should be like that. Absolutely. It should and, be like this sounds like no one, so this is them, and that's really good. Exactly. Yeah. I, and I think I think they do i mean i think they do sound really quite uniquely them yeah um i um i don't think i'm as I, I i really really like this record i think the only reason i'm a little bit more down on it than you is because i've heard Pachoo and i prefer it well i will be listening to i'm not gonna do it how you do it I'll please do it Pachoo. <laughs> <laughs> i really want to do it it is literally pronounced as a laser beam noise Pachoo. So it's it's only for Pachu. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're, you're stressed about that album coming out. I am, yeah, yeah. Imagine the press that they had to do for that. Like, what's your, what's your album called? And they're like, <laughs> well, yeah. do you have to name your album in full every single time you yeah. talk about it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes right now it's like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, um, as a little aside, when I went to review the Five Finger Death Punch album, I went to, I got some vinyl for, well, that's you you can have the five finger death punch final aren't you very nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. your favorite band um yeah. uh, i want to review the five finger death punch uh album and it's it's f8 so it's f and the number eight and i thought oh it's fate right so i said oh it's called fate and the guy was like it's not called fate <laughs> and he did not even in the band and he was like it's not called fate i don't call it fate it's not called fate they probably <laughs> got that so much yeah <laughs> it's called f8 and i was like I mean, considering that's worse, <laughs> and you're getting really annoyed, that's mad. It's fine yeah. for death punch the band that's like, there's just so much goddamn weight on my shoulders. That one, yeah, that guy. Okay, uh, okay, yeah. yeah. We we Fans? listen, we li we listen to a lot of them during the cold sun. Like when, we, yeah, mainly because of the producer Matt. I think he put them on a lot, didn't he? Yeah, did he? Or just to say, hey guys. This is what you this want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like <laughs> Star Spangled Banner onesie yeah, yeah. on stage. <laughs> uh, you got Five Finger Death Punch though. Mm, yeah. yeah. You got on that tour, haven't you? Yeah, well, I've yeah. toured them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Careful what you I'm say. I'm actually going to see them on uh, Wembley Arena on Friday. I mean, the there you go, Wembley Arena. Definitely love you guys. Five yeah. Finger Death Punch. Um, them and Megadeth. If Megadeth pull out, then... Uh, it's Megadeth. main support, yeah. Main support? Yeah. <laughs> wow. What? Yeah. Aren't they like Metallica too? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And there's a, yeah. in the, the same the, way as like, oh, I know. In the same way that Short Legally Circuit blonde. 2 is the <laughs> sequel to Short Circuit. Sorry, yeah. that's an 80s reference. Yeah. Uh, in Legally the same way. Blonde 2? <laughs> yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> Dead Man's Chest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, what's a shit 60s? What's a shit? 
a modern sequel. The Hangover 2? I don't well, know. Well, Hangover is fucking disgraceful yeah, anyway, yeah, so yeah. rubbish. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, we do movie reviews back as well. To Guru. That's good. <laughs> yeah, not quite as well, to be honest. Um, guru Guru, um, I'm going to get this over and done with this review. Basically, I think making, making shit this weird, catchy as fuck, like pure pop catchy is well hard, and they do it all the way through. There's a song called Skidoo, oh, and if Skidoo. it wasn't so weird it could be the killers and yeah. i don't mean that as an insult because again at the driving chorus but it could be the killers if the killers weren't like mormons it's really robotic and weird yeah but yet brilliant that's like the best way to describe the killers <laughs> <laughs> if only you weren't mormons <laughs> you might not be rubbish. But that's the thing there is actually i think that's where the indie thing comes in there is actually um you could compare this bands to some of those quite boring bands yeah but they do the boring thing but just in a far more interesting way god that's a rubbish sentence but there you go <laughs> <laughs> there you go is, but it's true it's really good this renfrey i'm glad you brought it in that's all right uh I think it's my favourite album of the week. Oh, even though I love the Leech records, I've not even thought. And I love, I like the Envy record. It's a really great tricky one. Well. Yeah, yeah. It's just four good. I mean, you know, Square Push is probably the only one that I would would be a, a six. Square Push uh, is my least favourite, but yeah. I, but I think the other three records we talked about all very very good, but very very different. So I don't really know what I'd mm. say, but you know, I think the Guru Guru is great. But yeah, check out their first album and pronounce it correctly fuck off uh, <laughs> anyway Point Fingers by the Guru Guru with the normal name is out now and that's it I think it's pronounced Point Fingers or something like that <laughs> what in a like, <laughs> high pitched farmer voice <laughs> Point Fingers um, alright well we'll be back next week uh, next week we're going to be reviewing one or two of Green Day Stone Temple Pilots Spanish Love Songs Sepultura Silosis but we will definitely be reviewing the new album from Loathe yeah. um, what you got coming up guys anything exciting um, I mean, I'm, you're going to get kicked off the download bill on Friday. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got yeah. yeah, well, we've got our um, our headline uh, UK tour with God Complex and Air Fox Jaw. And the Well Runs Red. Yeah. It's like a oh, Well Runs Red have been added. Indeed, yeah. Well, for Glasgow and Newcastle. Ah, mm. Fox Jaw are away doing something. Okay. Fox Jaw's good, don't We it? have yeah. spoken extensively about Fox Jaw on this. Yeah. Have you listened to God, God Complex? Complex? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, God Complex mate. are great. It's a good, good bill. Complex. Yeah, yeah. Good really like God Complex. Yeah. That's well, a good bill, that. It's a really good bill. I'm mm. um, fucking furious. I can't make the London date because I'm going to be in uh, the Netherlands, but I'm going to try and come. Once What's the London date? Which date is it? 15th of February. Day after Valentine's Day? Yep. Little treat. Yeah. Me and the missus. Um... <laughs> yeah, well, well, I, I don't think I'm doing anything, so Sick. I'll be there. Amazing. Well, yeah, we'll see you there. I'm gonna try, um, and try and make another, another because I want to see this album stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, right, not to like make you get like FOMO, like, <laughs> but it's gonna be really good. I really, yeah. I really want to get. There's a lot going. We've got so. a lot planned. Can you yeah. talk about that? Because. I, I mean yeah what can you say the tellies yeah. before I, that was one of the things we haven't even spoken about the TV like that was a big for a band who just released your first album to turn up to like festivals and stuff and go nah we're bringing a full Listen, stage right, set and stuff that's eh, that's the difference like it's possible if you have it they'll let you do it mm. and like that was something that I learned and it's like oh okay let's just fucking do it all then like as whatever we can like obviously mm. like I'm not gonna show up to like I don't know main stage like with our own lights and like everything expecting to put it all on but if it's possible and they allow you then like just do it and it was dead easy we just got tvs and put wood around them yeah and then just wrapped them and it's like 
yeah but so we what? should say for people who don't know um, these <laughs> yeah. TVs they're kind of synced up to you guys playing live and yeah. so well yeah there's, there's, sorry there, there is more to it than just wooden stuff but like I don't know I've always just been like we, we, we have all these ideas and if we ever can just do all of them and we'll try to do them all and I feel like there, uh, if I'm if I'm like excitable when I'm talking right now it's because we've done a lot for this one mm. and um yeah, I'm very excited. What, what can it can do? We get inflatables. Any? I want inflatables. Well, there will there will be inflatables now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that just one rubber ring for the fucking Cardiff day that you go to. Just, <laughs> just you. Fucking inflatable. You I, okay. I wouldn't even throw it out. I just give it you before the show. <laughs> I, I will. I will come to one of these shows with an inflatable. Okay. I'll try right. and remember to do. Please that. do. Please, that was funny. <laughs> but just more visual. Mm. do you think if you got to the because do you look at a band like Ramstein I mean I know this is obviously like that's a big deal like obviously comparing yourself to Ramstein but do you look at a band like that and go well if we ever got the chance yeah yes absolutely yeah, yeah definitely have you seen um, Vivo Presents Nine Inch Nails I don't know I mean, if I've I seen have. Nine Inch Nails yeah <laughs> the, it's, the, the specifically Vivo Presents that like live show I know oh. the Vivo, I know the Yeah, you know how they've about. got like, yeah, they've got um, a big like, it's like bars like that across the entire stage, like loads of them. And then it's got like LED on all the bars. Yeah, yeah they did that on um, the um, Beside You in Time tour, I believe. Oh, no, I know, I know the one so, you mean. Yeah, just yeah. so sick. And yeah. just stuff like that is what we look at. Mm. And like, again, like Flying Lotus, like his stage show and everything is just like, because of how... I guess eccentric the music is. I feel like the visuals need to live up to a certain degree of like standard. Yeah, and um, yeah, we're always trying to match and level up both sonically and visually. So, uh, if 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 you say that we've leveled up sonically, then hopefully it will be visually too. It's nice to have a British band who are comfortable with admitting to wanting to do that mm. because there is a historically. Um, in the press, I mean, if you look at, I don't know, Stereophonics or something, it's like, oh, we're just humble British lads. Except, well, they're Welsh. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you know, like, it, there's a sort no, of, totally get, yeah. there's a humbleness to a lot of yeah. um, British acts. But oh, it's mate, like, to be fair to Stereophonics, like, I remember they headlined Glastonbury and they brought a really nice carpet with them. <laughs> <laughs> we do bring rugs. Yeah, yeah, you there you rugs. go. We bring rugs. There you go. Um, but yeah, no, it's just nice to have like, it's nice to have a band who are in the UK, certainly because you get it loads in America, but in the UK who aren't afraid to be like, no, we want to, we want to step into that arena. Mm. We want to, we want it to be a show. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I yeah. got, I got into it all from my dad taking me to see Foo Fighters and then to see Slipknot when I was like younger. So it's like, I, my first instance was like the pinnacle pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of yeah. now instead, like I'd get it if it was like the first time I saw a band was like in a pub. I'd get it and it was just like oh they've got amps they've got drums that's all you need and then that's like cemented in me but like I saw Slipknot and like the drummer was like upside down yeah and I was like yeah. I was like 11 years old and then it's just like oh, it's just gotta be that way that's the only way it's gonna be so yeah it's cool it's yeah. good I like a show like I said about Behemoth and Slipknot earlier it's yeah, yeah, cool yeah. Show. like yeah. it works it was the fire in that with Behemoth yeah it wasn't really a thing when I was growing up but like this sort of stage I think we said this before but it just wasn't really a thing. It was uh, the fashion was to be the antithesis of that. Yeah, really, yeah. When we were growing up, so. Yeah. And also, what you said about British bands, like, it's so true. Cause I remember, like, just in interviews, I remember about so when I first started working writing for Metal Hammer, it was about seven years ago, and I interviewed 
a band, a British band called Black. I want to say Black Circle, but I'm. That's uh, not what they're called. But they're they're. I mean, you know, they've kind of disappeared now. But they were good. Black they Sabbath? were like, no, it wasn't Black Sabbath. And yeah, no one ever heard of them again. And um, but they were they were a good band. I was like really interested to talk to this band. They're really good. And the guy was like, oh, you know, we just like playing live, and I hope we do a good yeah. record. And then I spoke to Bo from uh, uh, Bless the Fall. Right. And I listened to Bless the Fall and was like, oh, this is rubbish. And he came out, he was, you know, I put my heart and soul into this. And when people hear what I did artistically in the way that it's like, I'm the best band ever. God, we put so much into it. When people hear, they're going to freak out. We're just going to take over the world. And I was like, why can't the last guy who actually got the good album speak like that? But he can't because he's from like Kent or something. It's like, oh. uh, whereas it's like fucking Hollywood rock star was giving it and then releasing the really bland metalcore album. It's, it's, the key it's is to be American. I think it's such a different way that you grow up and such mm. a different kind of pride of being American and all this kind of thing. I think my girlfriend's American and it's so true yeah she is so delighted to just be alive (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like oh god when am i gonna die (laughs) why pretty much yeah it's a very very different kettle of fish Um, uh, i think it's instilled you into you from birth isn't it you know Mm. pride and being american and bloody bloody blah and we we're just like uh rain Yeah. yeah still Daniel looks good, doesn't it? Yeah, well, Daniel looks good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lads, thanks very much for coming on. Thank you Thank for having us. I hope you've had a nice time. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Been Congratulations uh, for your new album, which might be mm. amazing. It might be terrible. We'll, we'll, we'll tune in next, next week, week to, to hear what we say about it. Also, you're going to probably want to hear us talking about the new Green Day instead of Pilots. Can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Billy Joe. One not, minute. Should we not do Stone Temple Pilots? Like, I'm going to say right now, fuck me, the Stone Temple Pilots album is bad. I'd be, I'd be so surprised if we get Green Day, though. That's the thing. I think we should do Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. I love slagging off my favourite band from yeah, the world of kids. Um, but anyway, yeah, next week, go to musicism.net and you can get um, money off your courses uh, when you put in the code Riot in capitals in the checkout. That's right. And uh, we'll be back next week. Um, bigging up loathe and slacking off stones. <laughs> <laughs> See you later.